Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Greg. Thanks for joining me today. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. Prayer for aid against attack. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this day. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in Scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me into your kingdom today. Reading from Isaiah chapter 32 today. See, a king will reign in righteousness, and rulers will rule with justice. Each one will be like a shelter from the wind, and a refuge from the storm, like streams of water in the desert, and the shadow of a great rock in a thirsty land. Then the eyes of those who see will no longer be closed, and the ears of those who hear will listen. The fearful heart will know and understand, and the stammering tongue will be fluent and clear. No longer will the fool be called noble, nor the scoundrel be highly respected. For fools speak folly, their hearts are bent on evil, they practice ungodliness and spread error concerning the Lord. The hungry they leave empty, and from the thirsty they withhold water. Scoundrels use wicked methods, they make up evil schemes to destroy the poor with lies, even when the plea of the needy is just. But the noble make noble plans, and by noble deeds they stand. You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more than a year, you who feel secure will tremble. The grape harvest will fail, and the harvest of fruit will not come. 
Tremble, you complacent woman. Shudder, you daughters who feel secure. Strip off your fine clothes and wrap yourselves in rags. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vines, and for the land of my people, a land overgrown with thorns and briars. Yes, mourn for all houses of merriment and for the city of revelry. The fortress will be abandoned, the noisy city deserted, citadel and wit watchtower will become a wasteland forever, the delight of donkeys a pasture for flocks, till the spirit is poured on us from on high, and the desert becomes a fertile field, and the fertile field seems like a forest. The Lord's justice will dwell in the desert, his righteousness live in the fertile field. The fruit of that righteousness will be peace. Its effect will be quietness and confidence forever. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. Though hail flattens the forest and the city is leveled completely, how blessed you will be, sowing your seed by every stream and letting your cattle and donkeys range free. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, I'm thankful that Jesus is the chief shepherd and the cornerstone of his church. This chapter of, of Isaiah 32 is all about the rule and reign of the ultimate king, the king of righteousness. In verse 1, Isaiah says that a king will rule in righteousness, singular, one, one king, and that king is Jesus, and that rulers will rule with justice. It's interesting that even in God's ultimate kingdom, in the new heavens and the new earth, there will be rulers and judges. There will be leaders of God's people. We know from Jesus' words to his disciples and from the revelation of John that there will be appointed rulers in the new creation. But we also know that Paul says in 1 Corinthians that all believers will have a role in judging all of the nations. There seems to be this dynamic of the value and the reality of the authority that each believer is endowed with the Spirit of God, along with the reality that there are those who are set apart as leaders among God's people. In this text of Isaiah 32, the princes under the king bring shelter and refuge in the storm and refreshment in extreme heat. These leaders bring encouragement, guidance, and the grace of life to the people as ministers under the Lord Christ. I'm mindful of this reality for leaders, especially as we appointed elders for Ecclesia just this last Sunday. I'm mindful of the responsibility, the challenge, and the honor that is due men who are recognized as leaders and under-shepherds of Christ. I just want to encourage us today, though, with this, how this chapter ends. The result of the Lord's kingship, the Lord being over his people, having leaders established, but the Spirit being poured out upon all of creation. The Lord on high, sending his Spirit in fullness and blessing. And the result in verse 17 is the fruit of righteousness that will be peace, that will bring quietness and confidence forever and ever. May we as God's people look to him as our authoritative king, honor our leaders, and await his pouring forth the Spirit upon us, that we may live in peace and quietness and confidence forever. 
So let's take a moment just to ask the Lord to pour his spirit of quietness and confidence and peace upon us, upon our city, upon our church, as well as the men who were appointed as elders this last week. Let's take a moment to ask the Lord to pour out the spirit of confidence and peace and quietness, his spirit upon our city, upon our church, and the men who were appointed as elders this last week. Lord, we ask that your spirit would bring a blessing to our city. Lord, I pray for your spirit of righteousness to dwell secure in our land. Lord, I pray for a quietness and a confidence and a peacefulness that your spirit would dwell and reign and rule in the hearts of men and women today. Lord, I pray for those who are part of Ecclesia, who are uh, members of your church, Lord, that we would be people who are filled with the Spirit, who don't quench the Spirit, who are enlivened by the Spirit, that we would walk in the confidence that we are one with you, we have relationship with you, we have access to you, and you approve and delight and accept us. And Lord, I pray for Josh and Chris and Wes, along with Justin and myself, Lord, that as your elders, we would be given your wisdom and your guidance as we shepherd our church. Lord, give us a spirit of wisdom and of insight. Lord, lead us as your under-shepherds, that we would care and serve and love your body as you have loved your church, so that through our lives and by our prayers, your kingdom would come.